What's up guys, welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the goofy, the UFO, the paranormal, and bizarre stories of yesteryear and today. And I'm really excited to be back. Uh, I really want to talk about uh, this story, and uh, it may be controversial, which, you know, hey, controversial is, is a good thing, right? Gets us thinking, uses our brains, uh, hopefully everybody's using their brains these days and uh, these are some strange times so it gives us some time to think about different possibilities of the universe and anyway <clears throat> I want to talk about the possibility that Hitler was an alien now it might seem like an outlandish theory um, but we don't have to just think about Hitler as an alien we can think about Hitler as being influenced by aliens the same way that the U.S. government has reportedly been influenced by aliens uh, dating all the way back to Eisenhower and possibly before. <clears throat> so there have been many theories about Hitler's contacts with aliens. Uh, many people believe that he's been obtaining technologies, uh, or he was obtaining technologies for many years, um, for uh, in exchange, uh, in exchange for may possibly the same reason the U.S. went into uh, or reportedly went into a trade for technology for uh, in exchange for taking humans and doing experiments on them uh, as opposed to taking humans and just killing them. They're allowing them to bring them back uh, and not fighting them and causing a problem. However, I think in Hitler's uh, sense of the story, I don't believe it was the same kind of trade deal. Um, like I said, there's been many theories about how he obtained different technologies, and we'll get into that later. Um, <clears throat> but when you think about Hitler, you think of what exactly was his purpose. His purpose or at least his stated purpose, was to dominate the world and promote and create a master race of humans that were blonde-haired, blue-eyed, and genetically perfect. Right? Whatever that means. Right? So blonde-haired, blue-eyed, genetically perfect, even though Hitler himself wasn't blonde-haired, blue-eyed. So the question, it begs the question, why... Did he have this this feeling, right? Out of the blue, I'm you know why would he just create this different species or at least isolate the species to become the only species or the master species of the planet? We may have some answers. <clears throat> uh, we know that there are different types of alien species, right? Or at least reportedly by uh, government officials, by abductees, by people who have just seen aliens working outside of their craft. If we go back to uh, South Africa in the 1960s, I believe, when the school children saw uh, three gray aliens working on their spacecraft uh, in a foresty area just outside of their school. Uh, so we know that there's different types of species, right? We have Nordic species that look very similar to humans. Um, they were reported even in the Travis Walden story, Fire in the Sky. 
he reported seeing the Nordic aliens along with the gray aliens in the same ship that he was abducted in. Okay, so we have at least two different species there, right? We have another species, a reptilian species that's supposed to uh, be very violent, male malevolent towards humans, uh, and, and have a general distaste for anyone else. They <clears throat> walk around and basically walk around bases and walk around the planet like they own the place. Uh, for those who have encountered them, um, there's uh, a story by a Thomas who stated that he worked for an underground base um, around Area 51 and reported that there was a... Uh, working relationship between the Draco, Draco or is another name for the reptilians, and with the humans. And these Draco just walked around the base like they own the place, you know, seven to 14 feet tall, you know, just walking around like they're royalty. And there's a lot of story behind that. Uh, they believe that they were here first or, or maybe they were here first before us. Um, and we entered into a deal with them. But anyway, there's that species. Um, there's smaller, uh, four-foot-tall brown species uh, that were encountered in Brazil. <clears throat> so there's many different types of species. That's, that's the point there. Um, the question is, when Hitler was beginning to take power, all of a sudden he had this this concerned about the Jewish population taking over his country. They wanted to start a nationalism movement uh, behind just German folks. However, we all know that Germans don't comprise of only blonde hair, blue eyes. So why was he pushing such a dominant, dominant pushing so hard on this blonde hair, blue eye factor? Well, if we look at the Nordic species, the Nordic species is blonde hair, blue eyed for the most part, as reported by many uh, encounters and different abductee experiences. Okay. <clears throat> so further investigation leads to the fact that Hitler was using highly advanced technology that was far and away above the possibilities and capabilities of the time. We're talking pre-1950s here, guys. This is, you know, when the huge Studebakers and the boat Cadillacs are hitting the road. I mean, these cars are hunks of steel and metal that were just tanks, you know, onto themselves. I mean, they rival some of those some of those tanks that Hitler was coming out with, uh, the Panzer tanks. Uh, so how did he how did he obtain, uh, you know, this highly advanced technology? You know, what was the technology? Did he trade for it? Um, you know, there's there's a lot of questions. So you have to remember <clears throat> that there was a lot of projects that have recently become declassified, and we gained a little bit more insight into them. Um, and some of those projects revolved around mind control. <clears throat> I don't know how deep into this rabbit hole you guys have gone into, but there was a project declassified by the U.S. government called Project Stargate. Uh, it was also called Project Grill Flame. It 
was also called Project Center Lane, and it had many other names. <clears throat> this project was the home base of the remote viewing project. Now, if you're not familiar with remote viewing, remote you should take a look at it and try to and try to just Google search it, and, and you'll get a lot of information. But basically, what a remote viewer does is <clears throat> they're the psychic spies for the country. Their minds. I allowed them to target a specific location on Earth, uh, which the scientists who were working in the study sealed in an envelope. These guys had no idea where they were supposed to search. They were just told to search what was in the envelope and write it down, try to draw it to the best of their ability, and write down everything about this location with the five senses, the touch, taste, smell what they saw, you know, all everything, right? And what these guys were able to, to do was amazing. These guys were able to locate Russian submarines. These guys were able to f locate nuclear silos. These guys were able to locate enemy bases and with decent accuracy. Now, the number one remote viewer, or at least the first remote viewer of the project was a guy by the name of Joseph McMonagle. It's M-C-M-O-N-E-A-G-L-E. -E. Look him up. He has a great book called uh, Memoirs of the Psychic Spy. A Remarkable Life of a U.S. Government Remote Viewer 001. So he, he likes to, you know, hammer in the fact that he was the first. <laughs> and he's, he's He's great. He's one of the best. I've watched a lot of interviews by these guys, and he's one of the best. <clears throat> so what he's talking about is that not only were they able to remote view locations and bases and silos, but they also looked into the potential and possibility to influence high-level leaders' decision-making capabilities uh, by focusing in on their minds. What these guys were able to see and do was they were able to target in on a leader like uh, Saddam, right, um, or Gaddafi, and, and look in on secret meetings that these guys were holding. And what these psychic spies were able to do was to actually look through the eyes of these leaders into the meeting and see what was going on in front of them. They were able to read the documentation in front of them as if they were the leader themselves. They found limited ability to do full remote influencing, meaning they weren't able to make decisions fully, but they felt as though they were able to influence minorly. So I know this is far out, and a lot of people are like, oh, come on, this is... Kind of ridiculous, but if you read his book, uh, he has Memoirs of the Psychic Spy. He also has The Ultimate Time Machine, um, and there, he has a few other books out there. I recommend you read them. And you watch the he's he's got a lot of interviews on YouTube. You can tell this guy isn't lying. He's hundred percent. He was a psychic spy, and he did work in the program. Um, and the stuff is real. I mean, according to the program, and according to what he's able to do. Um, if, if you take any of his story as true, then you have to take almost all of it as true as well. And, and so if humans are able to do this and we're not the most evolved species in the universe, is it possible 
at a higher level alien species who's far more uh, biologically and psychologically developed than us by thousands, possibly millions of years, is it possible for them to take control of a mind of a human and have them do their will or at least influence some of their decision makings? Is that a possibility? And that's the, that's the question we're taking a look at. That's the question we're examining today. Um, there's many reports uh, of people being possessed uh, in the past, and we're, you know those are questions about paranormal, about ghosts, about you know <clears throat> uh, poltergeist activity. And the question you have to ask yourself is: Was it poltergeist activity, or was it some other type of activity? Was it an alien activity? Was it a you know? Other, some other form of activity other than a spiritual. And there's a lot of questions about whether or not aliens are spiritual. Are they uh, trans-dimensional? Are they really on the, on the earth? Are they, are they in between dimensions? And there's a lot of, there's a lot of very accurate and um, uh, poignant questions to be asked. So going back to the original point, could Hitler have been remote influenced by another species? Could he have been possessed by another species completely? Or could he have actually been a shape-shifted alien all along and not have been influenced whatsoever, just been an alien had shape-shifted or had been taken control of? You know, and it's not that far out of the realm of possibilities. We have reports of reptilian aliens uh, who have been known for shape-shifting for hundreds of years, right? Um, there's stories, if you've ever watched the show A Haunting, there's a really crazy episode on there. It scared the bejesus out of me when I was younger, but it's a really great episode, and it's about this family who moves into this, this home, and they... Uh, see uh, the young boy is only, it's the only one that's able to see this this old man. He's in the room and he says to his parents, hey, you know, who's this old man? And the parents can't even see him. They have no idea what he's talking about. And then later the, the family goes back to this home um, and the boy sees another person there, but it's not a person. It's like a horned type creature like the devil, you know, and, he's, and this entity is pissed that he can see him. And so he starts to beat the daylights out of this little kid, and but the parents can't see anybody beating the crap out of this kid. So they bring in a priest, and they do an exorcism, and they do all this stuff, and they fight it, fight back against this thing, and finally it leaves. But the question is, at the very beginning of the episode, is an old man. The shapeshifter shapeshifted himself into an old man to hide behind that, and then the kid saw through that into it being more of a devil type creature. So if if it if the devil type type creature was a reptilian, who's to say that there couldn't be uh shape-shifting uh potential with anyone else uh as far as an uh, alien species goes. Now if you want to say, well, hi, okay, uh, you know, lockdown universe. I got a question about that. You know, shape shifting is that real? I mean, is that even a possibility? Take a look at 
a chameleon, right? We have to we have to bring it back to our earthly knowledge and what we what we've actually seen on Earth. Look at a chameleon. Take a look at some video on YouTube of a chameleon. Take a look at how easily it can blend into its environment if it wants to, right? It can go from a colorful rainbow to a black and white background just like that. Some of those squids that are deep sea squids, they have video of those things just shape shifting or, well, color shifting into a rock and you can't even see it anymore. It's gone. It's 100% gone, blended right back in, you know, into the background. If we have creatures on this planet that can do that, there's creatures elsewhere that could do that, and even better, because they've been uh, developing biologically and psychologically for millennia more than we have. At least the possibility is there that they have been. Okay, <clears throat> so back to our story. <clears throat> um... So we know for a fact that Hitler was working on a on developing a flying saucer-like technology. We know that for a fact because we've discovered some of the ruins after World War II um, and, and some of the uh, places where he was developing it. Also, some of his scientists whistle blew on him and talked about it. One of the experiments is called the Die Glock, and that's obviously German for, or for the Nazi bell. They also had a German word for it, which was uh, the Wonder Weapon. And uh, this was basically an acorn-shaped bell. It, had, uh, it reportedly had the ability to fly in ways no other aircraft had flown. Um, and although it was touted to have unbelievable flying capabilities, it also had horrifying effects um, on other people or on other things in its area up to 600 feet. Uh, it could separate human blood, animal blood. Uh, it could melt and liquefy plant life. Um, and it could cause a host of other issues up to a 600-foot range. <clears throat> so it was housed in a bunker. Um, and sometimes during test runs, they didn't know what this thing was going to do. So they chained it up to a circle-like uh, circle cement structure outside of the bunker. Uh, resembling Stonehenge, if Stonehenge was actually a full circle without anything else uh, interrupting the circle, uh, so they could put the bell inside, strap it down with chains just to make sure it didn't go flying off and, you know, injuring somebody. And those circle like Stonehenge uh, structures are still, uh, or were still, up in Germany as of uh, as of a few years ago. Um, <clears throat> But it appeared that the Germans were just way over their heads uh, with this. I mean, if they really knew what they were doing, why would they have to strap down this device? They wouldn't have to worry about it flying all over the place, and they would have, they would have perfected it. I mean, these guys are Germans, right? Um, so <clears throat> this could have been this point could have been where the alien presence stepped in and uh, and assisted or deassisted. Uh, Hitler. It could have been the electromagnetic activity. It could have been some other activity where they were working on maybe a nuclear weapon. Um, but this uh, this Uber weapon was supposed to defeat the enemy quickly. Um, and we have we we have limited knowledge on what it could do, but we do know that it was an acorn shaped uh, vehicle, uh, about twelve to fifteen feet tall. 
Um, and we know that the alien presence loves our military bases, not just the U.S., but they go everywhere from Germany to UAF Bentwaters in the U.K. in 1980. Uh, we have reports um, as UFOs coming to our own nuclear sites and stopping our missile tests. So we know that they go to all kinds of military locations, and they do engage with our military personnel. So... Back to Hitler. Why hasn't there been another Hitler since Hitler, right? And I'm and I mean in the method of trying to take over millions upon millions upon millions of lives, right? I mean there have been guys like Saddam. There have been proletarily pro, <laughs> proletarius uh, that have used mustard gas. Uh, and committed other horrific atrocities against their own people, but no one on the level of Hitler. I mean, I mean, this guy, you know, the Holocaust, millions upon millions of people. Have the aliens stopped similar type types of atrocities? Did they create some of the atrocities that Hitler was engaged in? These are a lot of questions that are that are open for debate. Um, is it possible that he was influenced by aliens? Or if more strangely yet, could Hitler himself have been an alien? Well, we spent a lot of time on this already, and I'm going to leave those questions up to you. Until next time, Lockdown Universe is here answering questions. Take care.